Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis, and today we're chatting with Andrew Wilcox, the program director here at Mix 103.7, but he's not here to talk about that. He's here to talk about Fuse Social's leadership program. Now, I'm sure people have heard your voice before, uh, occasionally throughout the community, so um, we can do a brief intro both to you and if people don't know about it, Fuse Social in general. Okay. Well, uh, first off, yeah, uh, my name is Andrew Wilcox. I've uh, lived and worked in Fort McMurray for the last eight years. Um, just wrapping up my time here, actually. <laughs> I, you know, but I've absolutely loved this community, and, and I was really proud to be here. And one thing that I think is super vitally important is to, uh, when you're in a community, to be a part of it, right? You need to make your world better. And the easiest way to do that is helping out the, in the community that you're in. Uh, a few social I mean, I don't work there, but I know enough to say that they're an incredible organization that helps to make sure that nonprofits and social profits in our community are functioning at their absolute best. They have lots of programs to help nonprofits uh, in multiple different ways, and one of them is the Leadership uh, Wood Buffalo. So the Community Leadership Development Program is what it's called. Uh, it's available for people to take a look at now on their website, and it's what I've been a part of over most of the last year, which came in at absolutely incredible time for me just because I think for a lot of us uh, COVID became uh, unexpected time to reflect you know on what we can and how we can be better as leaders not just in our the businesses that we work at but also in the communities that we live right the hope is that when we come out of this and we've started to come out of this that we get back to being social and, and enjoying the time with people and being a community again. I think that um, Fort McMurray is an absolutely incredible community filled with ambitious and hardworking people that want to make great events happen and want to make their community better. And sometimes a lot of them don't know how to do that because, you know, like myself, we didn't grow up here. Right? It takes a little while uh, to make yourself truly a part of a community. And it takes effort, but you got to kind of get pointed in the right direction. And the beautiful thing about Fuse Social is they can do that for you. They've got volunteer programs where if you're like just looking to volunteer and to check out what it's like to help out certain social profits in town, you can do that. And then they've got programs like this, the Community Leadership Development Program, which, as I said, I've been a part of for the last little while. Uh, well, not just you. I looked and you are actually the 15th uh, year that they've gone through. So this yeah. is now going to be the 16th year that they're doing and they're signing up for that now, you said? Yeah. You can check out the full details on uh, how to sign up, and, and you can get the details right now um, at fewsocial.ca. Well, um, that's perfect, because you just finished up. You've officially graduated. No, no, not yet. Not, not, not yet. yet? We're close. Okay, yeah. so I can't I can't hold you to it if you get a few of these Yeah, I might fail there. still. I can still can <laughs> fall apart. <laughs> okay, so I can't hold you to it. Um, so I want to go through five practices the of exemplary leadership. 
right? So, so okay. I'm hoping you, you still got this in your mind. I hope you remember that. And the first one is to model the way. Do you recall? What does that mean to model the way? I didn't realize this was going to be a pop quiz, yeah, Adam. What course. did you do to me here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> to model the way, it's, it, you lead by example, I think is the key on that. Yeah, and I think we've all I think we've all seen that uh, that meme. I think if it shows like ancient Egypt, where, <laughs> where it's the one guy sitting on the block and he's whipping everyone to move forward, and and then there's the person that's out there in the front helping them pull that block. Right, and that's kind of the thing, modeling the way. Like if you want people yeah. to show them how to pull this block, we'll pull it with them. Show them how to pull it, and that's essentially modeling the way. Hey, <laughs> like the old meme goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then again, and then another one, the second one of the five practices is challenging the process. Yes. What is that? What is challenging the process? Oh, oh man, I didn't know he was going to pop quiz me on this. You should have let me know. Challenging the process. Um, well, one thing that I say here all the time is if, if we say we're doing it because that's the way it's always been done, then that's the worst answer we can possibly do. That is really the worst answer you can have. So why do we do that? Oh, we do it well, because that's the way we've always done it. Well, that's, that doesn't make sense. Who knows who put that in practice 30, 40 years ago, and we're still doing it that way just because that's what we know how to do. Is it the best? Is it the most effective? Is it the best for the, the team? Is it the best for the customer? No. You should always have an answer for why you're doing something. That doesn't mean that necessarily everybody in the organization or everybody in the event is going to agree 100% with what you're doing. But if you don't have a good explanation or reason why, then nobody should agree with it. If the answer is because we've always done it that way, nobody should agree with that. I like that response because, I mean, when, when you think about even, even throughout history, indoor plumbing isn't that new or isn't that old of a thing? Yeah. Like it's relatively new. So if the person designing indoor plumbing was like told, well, we've always done the a bucket and out the window thing, <laughs> I'm glad they changed okay. it. We always love the bucket out the window. <laughs> you know? or, yeah. So I'm glad yeah. they changed it. And another one is inspire a shared vision. What does that mean? Well, I, there's, a, there's a, a, an incredible writer. His name is Simon Sinek. And... He always he's, he did a book. It's called uh, "Start with Why," the why, the reason we're all doing this. What is the shared vision? Because yes, we all want to make money, and that may be the reason that brought you to a job. But it's not the reason that's going to keep you at a job. It really isn't. It's going to be the culture, and it's going to be the boss, and it's going to be the people there. So really, you have to have a shared vision, and that vision has to incorporate everybody. Right? There has to be a mission statement of the of the organization you know like you and i love making radio our hope is to keep the uh, community informed and entertained you know that's the vision you know it's not about making cash it's about keeping the community informed and entertained and you've got to be able to share that vision and make sure that everybody on the team understands it and the buy-in should be pretty easy if you've got the right vision if you're not getting very good buy-in, you might not have the right vision, right? One or two aren't digging it, well, then you, you know, they might not be the ones for the team. But if a lot of your team ain't going for your vision, and maybe you need to reevaluate your vision. That's really good. I want everyone to appreciate this as well, because I have. I wanted to see you know, how well this did. I threw you on the spot completely. I didn't give you a chance for any no, of this. No, I didn't. And, and the fact that you are still nailing these... Uh, I think really does show something. And the um, another one is enabling 
others to act. Well, and then that comes back to um, it, it's sometimes as hard as a leader to not take on everything, right? You want to just take it all on or dictate how to do things and have it done exactly how you want it done. But that doesn't work. One, it doesn't work for you as a leader because then you end up burning yourself out. You become bitter and you become angry. And then everybody's like, your boss is bitter and angry, which eh, might be a thing. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. See, the other thing, just side note here, you also just magically got this opportunity to have your boss sit across from you. See? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so if you take on everything and just dictate what to do, it's not going to be effective. It's not going to be effective very much in the short term, but it's definitely not going to be effective in the long term. I used to work at a fast food restaurant when I was a kid, and everything that we made had little pictures up above it for how to make it. We didn't cook anything. It was assembly. It was made it very easy for people to come in and go out and and, you know, when you have that model, you've got to do something like that in order to make sure that you're doing what you need to do. But when you're working in a business that wants to grow and expand or you're working in uh, a community that you want to make better and you want to fill with people that feel um, that, that feel uh, pride and they feel empowered, it, telling them what to do is not going to work. It, it, not in the sh short term, not in the long term, especially not in the long term. What you need to do is you need to empower your people. You need to give them all the tools that they need, all the information that they need to act and to do, not to tell them what to do, and especially not to just do it for them. Which is going to take our first break here on Fort McMurray Matters, but when we get back, we're going to continue chatting with Andrew Wilcox about his experience in Fuse Social's leadership program. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis. If you're just tuning in, we're actually chatting with Andrew Wilcox, who is actually the program director here at Mix, and we're talking about his recent experience taking the Few Social Leadership Program. And I've been kind of testing you here. I know I've completely thrown you under the bus, but I wanted to see just... You know, how good is this program if you're able to answer these questions? And I've been asking you the five practices of exemplary leadership. And we're just on the last one here, and that is encourage the heart. What does that mean for a leader to encourage the heart? Well, I think that one, we'll talk about this in a little bit about, about our um, credos. This is part of the program. Um, but, but this one is a big part of that credo for me. You should lead with your heart in my opinion um, because in, in, in the end um, if you've got a strong vision and if the goal of your organization is to help and to make your community better you're gonna succeed because people are gonna be drawn to that and I've seen that so incredibly in this community <laughs> like it I I just you know, the old misperceptions of Fort McMurray should be so long gone because this town is so filled with families that came up here to give their family a better life. And they want a community that they can uh, that love and enjoy. And this Fort Mac has everything that you need to do that it really does beautiful incredible summers you know all of these great rivers and forests and trails and everything 
if you love the outdoors and if you love working hard and playing hard, you've got you've got the cash to make it happen. You've got the places to go. If you love quads and mics, all those types of things, you've got it. Um, and in the end, though, what's going to matter the most is is the people and the people uh, treating each other the best. And when you go in it with heart that's where you're going to succeed that's where you're going to win if you go in it just to make money to grift or to swindle almost right but no even if you if if money is the core objective every single time uh your team is not going to to be there all the time for you right um because if you have a tough month or you have a tough whatever you know your team goes okay well i came here for the cash the cash is not there i'm out uh you know or that type of stuff but if you're there if if you have a vision that everybody that's underneath your team and this goes for a business this goes for an event this goes for a nonprofit organization a social profit organization you know there's going to be ups and downs you know it's for a relationship there's going to be ups and downs if your goal is only for the the good stuff in that um or organization when the bad stuff happens the people are going to leave it but if you start with a great vision and you lead with heart and the people in there feel like they're cared about they're valued and they're empowered they're going to stick around because they love what they do and they know that they're cared about uh that might be kind of a long answer to that question but yeah am i still did i still pass the test uh, you I, I okay i do want to say of that because i did i completely threw you under the bus here because i wanted to see you know you you just you're almost done the leadership program uh-huh. here so you've gone through the whole thing so this was yeah a, a small a small quiz before the end and just to kind of show people like you you obviously picked up something well yeah it speaks to the quality <laughs> of the of the course I uh, gave you none of these. Right. No, there was no questions beforehand. <laughs> believe me, there was no. There was. There wasn't even a hint that these would be the questions beforehand. No, um, I gave you nothing. But yeah, like you had mentioned with the encouraging of heart, because if money is the only motivator, the second that's gone, then people are gone. Like it can't be the only motivator right. for it. And which I really like that. So to kind of get back into this, and you you got into it about a year ago. You're oh. you're pretty much you're just about done here. Yep. I. From what I've seen, I think you're going to pass. And how did you get into this? Well, it's actually Steph here at work uh, took this last year and, and just spoke about how great it was. So I was, when we talked to Few Social, I was more excited to be a part of this. I really wanted to, um, and the company thought it was a great idea. And so, yeah, I jumped on the chance to take part in this. She said it was so uh, enlightening and it is a what's the term holistic look at leadership i found it 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 is a very modern and thoughtful look at leadership it's not a if my employee is giving you attitude this is the best way to go forward (laughs) you know like one of those old black and white tv the old training video (laughs) make sure you stand up uh, very straight in your chair and point your finger at them and tell them <laughs> don't do that ever again like it's not you know like it's so great to see that that world is gone or we're working to make sure that that world is gone and they're trying to train and teach leaders uh, you know it, it's it's more enriching to look at leadership as you know going forward with integrity and thoughtfulness and mindfulness and giving you ways to make sure your team follows with you like right it really is the key 
right? The the old sitting back in your desk and telling people what to do and expecting them to do it is long dead. It really is. A, a leader is a person that, that, you know, they step up in the front. And that doesn't mean that they have to do everything in the building. I have the exact opposite. You kind of have to be willing to do everything in the building, you know? Yeah. You kind of have to be willing that if, the, if push comes to shove and – the floor needs to be mopped in the next 30 seconds and nobody's around to make that happen you're willing to grab that mop and make it happen yeah it's even kinda, though that's not your core gig right but but yeah like and anybody should be expected to do it because if right. you have value in your business like if 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 something was spilt i shouldn't like you said be ah someone else's job no. i don't get paid for that well no you should have pride in your your business and pride in keeping your area clean and anything along those lines because i i had a employer in the past they had a special chair that we would sit in if the, you were getting uh, lectured or talked to oh my God. And it was a very low sitting chair and they would stand above you while they lectured you and you had to sit like they wouldn't start talking until you sat in this in this chair once again, I imagine a book on tape that this person listened to in the 80s where it was like, make sure you maintain the power position when having a conversation with your employees. Seat them lower, stand up firmly, and point your finger at them to make sure they understand the severity of this conversation. Right? And, and, and so what is funny is, I don't want to get into what company that was, yeah, yeah, but I... Not this one. I, I, it wasn't this one. <laughs> and I was applying for that, and they actually did have a video like that you sat down and watched, and it was... <laughs> it, all those tropes were there, which was just sad. Um, but I want to get to it. So you you put in a lot of hours here. Yeah. And you are still able to do this program. Like, how does this program work with busy schedules? Well, the, the beautiful thing is it, it really is only a commitment of about... Like, I mean, you can... You can put an extra if you want. It's only of a commitment about 20 hours in a month for, uh, I think, eight months over the, the length of the course. And it's worth it. And, and, and it's worth it to have the discussion with your employer about it and just say, you know, like, I've, I've heard about this. I've looked into this. Can you look into this as well? See if this is something that's going to be a value for me because I want to climb the chain. I want to get to the next spot. I want to be in a supervisor position. I want to be in this position. It's a value. And, you know, I, it seems to me like most of the people in the course have worked with their employer and the employer sees value in this and has sent employees over the years because they see value in this. So I, I think there's definitely, I think that's the step to it. And then that way it's, it's not going to, to burn you the heck out, right? Because that's the exact opposite of what you do. What, what we want this to do for people, what they want this to do for people. And you had mentioned it wasn't just even people in that supervisor position. It was people that may be seeking that position. So this is kind of filling not just somebody who's already there, but somebody who might be looking for this in the future as well. It's, I mean, honestly... I would have loved to have taken this course 18 years ago when I took on my first supervisory role at a job. I would have loved to. It would have, it would, and it would have changed the way I would have operated from the beginning, in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, if, if if you're looking to step up in your in your business or step up in your in the social profits you work in, it doesn't matter what you do. 
I mean, a lot of people in the course are in social profits, and a lot of people in the course are in oil. They're in, you know, they're engineers. They're out at Suncor and Suncor and Syncrude, uh, doing a gig out there. And one of the most beautiful parts of doing this is we learned that a lot of our uh, struggles and challenges were the exact same. You know, a lot of times we just went, yeah, you know, my job is to do this, but the biggest things that I deal with are interpersonal relationships or, you know, making sure my team feels uh, valued, engaged during COVID, you know, the separation of personalities, the separation of all of this stuff. Uh, it's, you know, it's really interesting to go into that. So even if you're in, a, in, in whatever business you might be in, um, you know, go back into, you know, I used to flip burgers back in the day at a fast food restaurant. Man, I would have loved to have taken this course then. And who knows how you could have revolutionized the fast food joint at that point. You never know, right? Uh, I used to, it was, I was a truck stop cook at one point. I would have taken it even then. And then maybe I'd be running that truck stop right now and making money <laughs> hand over fist off the old gas pump at this point. You know, you never know. It, it, I think it's a course for anybody that wants to be a leader in their business or in their community. And the other thing, too, is that's a big part of it is um, you don't even have to be a leader where you work. But if you love to lead, if you're a person that loves to lead in your ringette uh, organization that you're a part of and you want to be the president of the ringette association or, or you want to be the president of your social club, like you're a, a part of something like uh, the Kinsman, you know, I've been a part of that organization, too. And you just want some of the tools to be a better leader in that. You can get that from this, too, because those are also really, really big gigs that are full of really kind-hearted people, but there's not always a great amount of direction for when you join a board or you join a community organization, except for few social can help you out with that too. But you can do it through the leadership course. You can do it through some other courses that few social has, but, uh, yeah, it's it's great for that type of stuff. I, honestly, it was, it was, it was genuinely eye-opening in a lot of ways. We're just going to take our last break here in Fort McMurray Matters, but when we return, we're going to continue talking to Andrew Wilcox about his experience with Few Social's leadership program. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back with Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis, and we're talking to Andrew Wilcox, the program director here at Mix, about his experience taking Fuse Social's leadership program. Now, I just completely threw him under the bus and questioned him to see what he learned, and apparently quite a bit. But there is one thing about the actual classes itself, and that's what I want to know is, do I sit at a desk and I watch someone write on a chalkboard and I'm sitting there taking notes? Like, what is my experience in taking this course? Good question, because I wouldn't have thought to mention this, but it is a very great part of this in that you don't sit in a classroom. The first day I went in there, I was like a little sad. I didn't have a desk that so I could put my computer on and make notes because uh, that's usually how I, I do those things when I go to like professional development uh, events and stuff like that. You get in the desk and you write a bunch of notes. No, it's very interactive. It is incredibly well they they work i mean their whole thing is about engagement and empowerment so it would not make sense for them to sit you at a desk and make you listen to things that would be the exact opposite of what they're trying to teach you instead every single time like 
we had a few times where we had to do it virtually because of COVID, because of the time. But yeah. every time that we were in person learning, you know, we sat in a circle, no desks, no barriers, no nothing. We had a lot of conversation. There was a lot of games. There was a lot of, and at first too, because I'm one of those guys. I'm like games. <laughs> we don't learn things from games. Wrong. Uh, there was some really interesting and engaging, you know, games and and challenges that we had to do as groups that did teach us lessons about. Uh, like one was really great that was very frustrating but very fun <laughs> that taught a lot about interdepartmental issues that if you don't have good flow between departments in a business that no matter how fired up one group might be about achieving their part of what we do if you don't have good communication between the departments it's not going to work because you're just not getting the right information that's yeah. actually uh, that is a good because I had seen uh, it was a video that a I think it was a school down in the states put out and it was a very interesting thing and they had all the students write their name in a balloon and uh, the the teachers took the balloons out in the hallways and mixed them all up and then they gave the kids one minute to go out uh, the one or two minutes to go out into the hallway and find the balloon with their name on it none of the kids could find it and they said okay now everyone go back to the classroom they stirred it all up now we want you to go out find a balloon with a name on it, and then go find that person with their name to see how communication can help you complete the goal. And everyone was able to get their balloon in that same amount of time. But when everyone went out into the hall looking for it themselves, they couldn't yeah. do it. And that's like one of those games type yeah. of things where you wouldn't think your name on a balloon, how does that teach you about communication? Well, fine example right there. So I do like that, that idea of incorporating that because like you said, yeah, they're, they're trying to teach about motivating people <laughs> sitting there listening to someone type on a chalkboard and you know Bueller 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 you yeah, know yeah, you're yeah. just gonna zone out so this last question I have for you which I believe it's already been well established but would you recommend this program <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would be really weird at this point if I said no uh, no of course I would absolutely as I said I think it is great um, Steph uh, Steph sold it on me right off the bat but even then, once I got into it, uh, I didn't understand just how much value I was going to take out of it. And I and the beautiful thing is I have a binder full and several books now so that I can continue to use these principles and remind myself of these principles and stuff. So not only do you take the course, you don't just walk away with it or just walk away from it and go, okay, I learned one or two things. You can keep using those tools and the stuff that they give you to to keep growing. There's a bunch of articles that I'm going to come back to that they gave me that, you know, just about mindful learning or mindful leadership and all of that type of stuff. Absolutely, I would recommend the course. Um, for anybody, as I said, for anybody just looking that they, if you ever have that feeling where you want to lead, even if you want to, even if you want to lead a board game event night that happens once a month, and you're just like, that's, I just want to be the person that runs this event every month for the next, however long I can make it happen. You know, this could be the fun course for you to do, and it would, it would automatically seep into other parts of your life and that little leadership bug that you had in you to do one thing might make you want to lead where you work and lead where you live and as i said the credo was one part of this that we had to write and we had to write our credo and my credo is lead like you live there treat the people that you work with 
like a family. And if you if you hear me say that statement and you're like, no way, I would never treat the people I work with like I treat my family, <laughs> then maybe you need better boundaries with some of the people in your family. Family, but um, no, you, you've got to care. You've got to care about the people that you work with. But also it works to lead like you live there. Lead where you live. You know, find that place where you add to where you live whether it's a sports organization, whether it's a board game night, whether it's a music trivia night at one of the pubs, like all of this. One thing I absolutely love about this town, and I noticed it right away when I got here, it was so cool to see young people starting these types of organizations. I came here and there was like multiple theater groups and filmmaking organizations in Fort McMurray and podcasts in Fort McMurray and all of these young people, people in their mid-20s or early 30s starting these things. And you don't have that opportunity in large centers to just go, I'm going to start a improv theater night. Uh, no, there's like three or four of them already in town and they don't want you starting a new one half the time. You know, maybe they do. Maybe actors are cooler than I think. Uh, I've never been a good one. Um, but here in Fort McMurray, you have that opportunity. And this is a cool course to give you maybe some of the tools to make that stuff happen or maybe just to inspire you to take that step to make it happen. So maybe even two, you can sneak <laughs> into your boss and be like, hey, I want to be a better leader in my uh, work. But then also use those skills to lead in your community as well. Well, that's definitely a very shining endorsement. Uh, I appreciate you coming on here, Andrew, and uh, talking about this uh, cool program. I got no problem talking about it, man, because it's awesome. It's wicked. And I'll tell you, last but not least, sorry. Uh, yes, I can talk. Um, you also get uh, great connections in there. You'll meet people, and you'll meet other leaders in town. You'll see that the issues that you're facing are the same issues the the goals that you're facing are the same goals the external and internal problems are the same external and internal problems and you'll also i mean for me having this come along during covid during the pandemic and having these all other uh leaders and individuals to have a bit of a discussion through every time in the morning the learning was great the connections were amazing Thank you so much to Andrew Wilcox for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And definitely, if you're looking to take any sort of leadership role of any spectrum, Few Social's leadership program definitely sounds like something you want to do. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today on Fort McMurray Matters. But if you want to hear more of this podcast or others, you can head to our website, mix1037fm.com. I'm sure find something you like. I'm Adam Ophis. I will chat with you again tomorrow. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.